Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. Thomas A. Deloach, and it is a joy to have you connecting with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about a push in the right direction. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with and take some copious notes, as I believe I've got some good news for you. We want to start here in Job chapter 22. And start here at verse number 28. I want you to see this. Job 22, starting at verse number 28. And then says, You shall decree a thing, and it shall be established for you. And the light shall shine upon your ways. Now, this is a very impactful scripture. Because a decree is a determination. It's a judicial decision. It's an official order. And the Bible says that when you declare, decree a thing, something you want, something you desire, when you make a determination, it shall be established for you. And you know what established means. It means right then, right there, on that day, Something has been set in stone. It's like a company that says we've been established since 1918. It lets you know the day in which that happened or the year in which it happened. So this is an impactful verse and I like it because it takes the power out of the hands of people and it puts it right in your lap. So when you decree a thing, when you make an official order, when you make a determination and a decision that I'm going to stop struggling, I'm going to stop being the tail and not the head. I'm going to stop uh, doing things I shouldn't do. Something begins to happen. Something is established for you. And the scripture says, and the light, the light of God's revelation, his power, his anointing, his grace, his mercy begins to shine on your ways. It's like you have something that has not happened to you before. You have some knowledge, some wisdom. You know where to go. You know where your steps are ordered. You know some things that you didn't know before. So I want you to begin to look at this verse again and again and allow the Holy Spirit to unveil, reveal some other things for you that's in this text. It's, you know, it's like reading anything in the Bible You think you know it, but you don't. And then God starts showing you things about a particular passage that you haven't seen before. Now, with that said, in life, you're going to have to give yourself a push, right? You got to do it. You can't wait for people to see God in you because the reality is they don't even see God in themselves. And we've waited too long for people to see the good in the in us, the God in us, to see what we could do, where we can go, what we can be, what we can do. We just keep waiting for people. 
It's like sitting on a couch waiting for somebody to come downstairs after they said they will be here in five minutes. And that five becomes 10 and 20 and 30. And at a certain point, you like, listen, are you coming or not? I'm waiting for you. And so I want you to get out of this waiting game and waiting for people to open up a door for you. Open it yourself. Waiting for people to give you a push. No, you're going to give yourself a push. If so, life is going to pass you by waiting on people. So don't wait for them. All right. Now, to give yourself a push in the right direction, all I got is two things that I want to tell you. And if you will do these two things, not just hear them, because I want you to do that as well. I want you to hear what I'm saying, but I want you to do. I want you to apply what I'm saying. I want you to be prayerful in what I'm going to give you. Yeah, I want you to think about it. I want you to examine it, but I also want you to do it. See, the Bible is all about what you're going to do. It's not about what you're going to hear. And yes, we need to be hearers of the word, but that latter clause says, but be ye doers of the word. A lot of us, we're good at hearing, but we're terrible at doing. And so if you're going to have a push in the right direction, you can't just hear things. You got to start doing it. You got to start applying it. So to give yourself this push in the right direction, here's number one. You got to start setting positive and definite goals. Now, again, you might hear this and say, okay, I've heard that before. What is the revelation and what you're saying? But I want to help you in this today because, again, we are taking our life back. We're stopped. We're not going to wait for people to give us the push that we need, the encouragement that we need. We're not going to wait for somebody to pray for us. I want you to do your own praying. I want you to see God yourself. I want you to be so encouraged and excited about your life because there are some things that you're going to do. And the first thing I want you to consider doing is setting positive and definite goals. Now, we talk about being positive because some of us think we know what it is, but we may not. So when we're talking about setting positive goals, we're saying we are now going to add quality and constructive things in our life moving forward. We're going to be optimistic and confident. So in other words, when we're talking about adding quality to our lives, every goal that we write down on paper, and I want to encourage you to write some things down on paper, you want to write down some things as you're setting goals that are adding quality and value to your life. For example, maybe you smoke cigarettes and you just don't want to smoke them. You're going to make an official decree. You're going to declare, I'm going to stop smoking today or tomorrow. You need to write it down. And then you need to add some quality things that you're going to do in place of that. Uh, for example, you know, some people say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, stop uh, buying shoes and, and putting them in my closet or, or whatever the case may be. And with this money, I'm going to uh, maybe make someone's life better or 
I'm going to, you know, buy some school supplies for someone's child, or I'm going to make sure that they have uh, some lunch money. Uh, see, those are things that's adding value and quality to your life because watch this, your goals are not, should not just be you alone. Your goal should involve helping people, should involve serving people. And that's a key really to increase uh, and promotion, especially if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, because you know, God didn't save you for you. He saved you that you might be a blessing to someone else. And as you are doing that, it's something how that begins to be reciprocated back to you. So we want to add quality and constructive things in our life. So everything that you write down on paper in terms of you setting these goals, we want you now uh, not only to look at it, but we want you to see this as an official decree. We want you to see this as an official order. And according to the scripture, something is going to be established and God's light Again, his revelation is going to shine on your way. So being positive is not just about you saying the right things, but it's about you doing the right things. And I don't mean to be redundant because I know you're smart. Those that follow and listen to these episodes, you smart, you, you, you get what I'm saying. But a lot of times you got to say it a different way so it'll hit home with you because some of you are good at taking in the truth of God. But you just may not be, you may not have the faith to walk this out and you get discouraged when things go in another direction. And so to give yourself a push, because maybe you feel like you're in a rut right now. You feel like the walls are closing in on you. You don't know what to do. You're seeking this one. You're seeking that one. I want you to begin to seek God. I want you to trust God that he has what you need. And I'm telling you, just Adding some positive things to your life and being optimistic and confident. Here's where confidence comes from. Confidence comes from the word of God. It comes from when God gives you something to do. It's different than somebody else giving you something to do because it's coming from God. And God ought to be the number one in your life. And so if he's not, I'm going to invite you to allow God to be number one. And number one means that I seek him first before anything else. We know the scripture says that if we seek him, he will give us direction. If we seek him, he'll tell us where to go. And the Holy Spirit is there to tell you what's on the mind of God in real time. So who would seek someone else when you can seek the God of the universe and know that what he's going to tell you, he's not telling everybody else. And it gives you confidence. And conf confidence is so important because what it does is it helps you to know that you're in the right place at the right time doing the right things. So to give yourself this push in the right direction, you're going to add some quality and constructive things to your life. And when we talk about definite, right, we're saying it means that it's clearly stated, nothing wavering. So when you're writing something on paper and someone is going to read it or you're asking someone to read it, they need to be able to say, wow, this is clearly stated. It's nothing vague. I'm I'm not confused. You said you're going to stop smoking 
on this day. And the money that you would normally take to buy cigarettes, this is what you're going to do with the money. That's setting something positive that is clearly stated. And see, what this is going to do is going to begin to guide your life. Look at the word of God. Look at the Bible. It's not just words on paper. These are promises from God. It's clearly stated. These are official decrees. They work. This is why we read the Bible, by the way, because we're talking about a God who was very exact and definite about what he want to do for you if you will do what he said do. And you will begin to see the manifestation, the demonstration of the things in your life. So again, when you're writing things on paper, it's got to be clear. It's got to be definite. You got to be able to say, this is what I'm going to do in place of what I am doing. I'm being, I'm being positive right now, not negative. It's so easy to be negative. You don't have to even work at being negative. You just wake up and you're negative. Everything that's coming out of your mouth is negative. But we're trying now, as we are coming back to God, coming back to center, allowing God to be number one in our lives and fixing our heart at the heart level. And when the heart is right towards God, positivity begins to flow. Energy begins to flow. You want to do the right things. All right. Now, when we are setting these positive goals and definite goals, I want you to be able to track them. Yeah, we're not just, you know, saying and doing things. We want to be able to track it. We because why? We want results. The Bible is all about you getting results. If you if you don't want to get results, don't read the word of God. Because again, the Bible is trying to help you to see where you have erred and get you back on track. And then you can begin to map out and track uh, the blessings that are coming in, the things, more importantly, that are happening inside of you. Because something is going to happen inside of you. And you'll be able to say, wow, after three weeks, I see a change. After a month, I'm starting to see I don't crave cigarettes. I don't even crave being around uh, people. You know, I used to want to be around people that brought me down or, or used to uh, be in an abusive relationship. But now I don't even want to be around those kind of things. I'm telling you, track it, because what that will do, it, it, it'll give you more confidence to know that God's word is working in your life. Let me give you uh, Joshua 24. We're going to start here at verse number 14 because I'm excited because we're going to give ourselves a push in the right direction. Notice what the word of God says. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. That is key. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood. So this is very direct. And in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, 
we will serve the Lord. This is a familiar passage of scripture. If you've been in church in any length of time, you've heard at least this latter part. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But look at verse 16. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Collectively, they came together and said, God forbid. Basically, we are going to serve the Lord. Now, why am I giving you this scripture as it relates to being positive and definite? Because you can see here the word serve throughout these three verses that I've given to you. They had to make a decision to serve the Lord in your positive and definite goals. Again, serving should be key. And this is something you're going to have to do. This is something that that uh, is going to be important uh, when you begin to write things on paper and when you begin to walk out what it is that you want to do. This is definite. This is clear. When you read this passage, I'm not confused about what direction that they were going in. And I don't want you to be confused about the direction that you are going to go in. It's something about life when you can move out the uncertainty when you can uh, move out what's ambiguous to you and you can place in there something definite, I'm telling you, things are going to shift for you. You can say on a certain date, I am going to stop with a poverty mindset. And this is what I'm going to do in place of that. And you stay with it. Your bank account may stay the same, but something has changed in you. And, and riches and, and poverty and, and everything, all of that stuff begins inside. And so what needs to change is what's on the inside of you. And when that happens, I'm telling you, you're going to be unstoppable. Now, the other day in one of my groups I facilitate, a lady said to me, check this out. She said to me, please pray for me because I need a car. And I asked her, what kind of car do you want? And she said to me, it doesn't matter. And so I said, would you take a broke down hoopty? And she said, of course not. And I said, well, you said it didn't matter. Now, it's amazing how when people ask you for prayer and you're asking them, well, what do you want me to pray for? And they say, I don't know. It sort of defeats prayer. Because we're trying to attack an area in your life that needs deliverance, that needs a breakthrough. And I realize that sometimes we don't know what's going on. But that says to me, you're not paying attention to what's going on in your life. And so this lady uh, says that it didn't matter. And then when I said, do you want a broke down hoopty? I guess the light bulb went off and she said, no, I don't want that. Well, you said it didn't matter. Well, we know it does matter. And so the problem is we lie to ourselves about what we want as if God has an issue with what we want. And that's not the case. So here's a couple of things that I want you to write down. I want you to write down. God won't choose for you. I want you to write that down, that God won't choose for you, God's will has to do with you making a choice because the will of God is never automatic. If it was, 
Everybody on the planet would be serving God. Everybody would be nice to people, helping people. When people would be in trouble, people would be rushing to help them. But we know that's not the case because there are a lot of people who are not interested in serving God. And I think a lot of people in church or in the body of Christ, they feel like God's will is just going to happen. But it's not going to happen. You have to embrace the will of God and you have to do something according to God's will in order to see what it is that he wants for your life. So I wanted you to write that down. So God, if, if God is going to bless you and you want to struggle, then God's not going to bother you. He's not going to trip if you just, you know, he said, well, I really wanted to bless you. I really wanted to lavish on you, but you have chosen to struggle. And some of us might take issue with that because we'd say, well, who has chosen to struggle? But if you, but again, if you choose not to follow God's word, you have chosen to struggle. It's a choice that you are making to do these things. And I want you to write this down as well. It doesn't cost God anything extra for you to be rich. Yeah, I want you to write that down. I want you to look at it. It doesn't cost God anything extra for me to be rich. All right. In other words, your good in life is not coming from them. It's coming from God. You got to know where your good is coming from. And see, God doesn't want you to be tied to anybody but him. So now you got to look at your job as a resource and not a source that will free you up. I'm telling you it will, because many of us are bound to a job that we don't like. But if we feel like we don't, if we won't go, then every the lights going to get cut off. The gas is going to get cut off. And God don't want you to think like that. God is saying, I am your source. This is about being positive, setting positive goals and being definite. And this is what you've got to understand. And this is what you've got to know. You don't have to feel guilty about eating steak while other people are starving. You don't have to be guilty. You don't have to feel guilty about that. There are a lot of people that they say, you know, when God starts blessing me, I'm going to feel bad about it because the world is struggling. Well, the reality is you begin to listen to God. He can help you help other people when he's leading you to do it. So you can't allow your heart to get in the way or you'll be giving to everybody and you're going to be broke. So when God starts really giving you money, you got to stay tethered to him and listen to who he is telling you to bless and not randomly you just blessing everybody because you feel sorry for them. That money is being directed. Your help is being directed by the Holy Spirit and he knows who is ready to receive help because everybody is not ready to receive help. Number two, everybody's not ready to receive help from you. So you got to know that and understand that. And this is why I love that scripture that I read in Joshua 24. Collectively, they came together and the people answered and said, God forbid we should forsake the Lord to serve other people. That tells me they were ready to do it. They were willing to do it. And it's something about when people are ready and willing, some wonderful things can happen. I want you to write this down as well. 
You doing well takes nothing away from others. That's right. You doing well takes nothing away from others. Again, I'm trying to get this guilty complex out of you. You doing well and prospering, you took nothing from them in order for you to do well. So it's okay to do well. When you are putting in the work, when you are listening to God, something good is supposed to happen to you. So there's no reason for you to be embarrassed when you're doing well. There's no reason for you to start hiding your blessings when God starts prospering you because you are doing well. It's okay to do well. As a matter of fact, it can be a testimony for others to do well. Maybe if they start seeing you do well, they will be encouraged to do well. Now, this is the last thing that I want you to write down. I want you to write this down as well. You living in a nice house, driving a nice car, takes nothing away from the person that's living under a bridge. I want to say that to you again. You living in a nice house, riding in a nice car, takes nothing away from the guy that's living under a bridge. Now, no, we don't like people living under a bridge or living in a cardboard box or being under, uh, you know, you know, being under the bridge or wherever they are. But the reality is you living in a nice house and driving a nice car. What did you do to them? See, we again, we have to get the mindset of God. We've got to understand again. I hate to be redundant, but I want to help you see something here that you might be missing. When you putting in the work and you know where you have come from, it's a reward. God want to bless the person under a bridge like he's blessing you. But there's something you did. There's something you have to do that they may not be willing to do or that they may not know to do. So this is why when God starts blessing you and as he directs you, what your life has gone through, you have to share that with other people or folks will just think, you know, this thing is happening automatically. And I've already told you that the will of God is not automatic. It's not going to happen automatically. So I don't want you to feel guilty. Look at these things, these things that I told you to write down. I want you to read them and I want you to examine how you feel about it. You know, and if you feel uneasy about blessings and prosperity, you need to start examining those statements and saying, hey, it is the father's good pleasure to give me things. He doesn't mind you having things. Just don't let the things have you. And finally, here's point number two. I said I had two points and here's point number two. As it relates to a push in the right direction. Be choosy. Write that down. I want you to begin today to be choosy. Never say it doesn't matter. I want you to get that out of your mind. I want you to get that out of your vocabulary. Get that away from you. Never say it doesn't matter because that's a lie. It does matter. Anytime you have a choice to make, make that choice decisively. I'm telling you, what I'm saying to you can really turn your life around because we lie to ourselves every day. We always talking about it don't matter. So if someone says you want to ride first class or you want to ride coach, you say, 
It doesn't matter because, you know, when we take off, we'll all be together. When we land, we'll all be together. That's got nothing to do with it. Because the truth of the matter is, if you ever roll first class, you'll never want to ride coach again. Yeah, we're all on the plane, but we're not all having the same experience while we're riding on the plane. All right. So if someone says to you, I want to, uh, you know, uh, buy a ticket for you to go see a concert or a show. You know, do you want to sit in the first floor or do you want to sit in the balcony? He said, oh, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. Because you can actually see your the artist and the entertainer up close as opposed to having some binoculars <laughs> sitting in the balcony. It does matter. All right. Never tell yourself it doesn't matter. Even when it comes down to ice cream. It does. What kind of ice cream do you want? Nah, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. So when you are making a choice and even if you don't know what type of ice cream you want sample all of them. Today, they'll let you sample as many as you want and then make a decisive decision. Why are we doing this? Why is this important? Because you have accepted your lifestyle. I'm going to say that again. You have accepted your lifestyle because you feel like possibly that you're not worth anything more. And if you do feel like you are worth something, then why do you keep saying it doesn't matter? It does matter what you want. It does matter where you want to go. Why? Because God's not going to make a choice for you. God says this is what you accepted. So stop making choices to relegate it on your money. Just make the choice. When you're setting goals, definite goals, as I gave you that earlier in the show, what we're doing is even if you don't have any money, at least write down what you want to see, write down where you want to go, and then allow God and you to direct you how these things are going to come to pass. But never say, and I know I've said this a thousand times already, but here one more time, never say it doesn't matter. It does matter. It really does. All right. So remove that away from you and start making some decisive decisions. And if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. Don't let people pressure you saying, well, I need to know today. Well, you just going to have to wait because right now I'm determining what I want. For far too long, we have allowed people to make decisions for us. Your life is for you. And what God has invested inside of you. And here's a wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit, because he's a gentleman. He won't even take your choice. So why should you let people take your choice? When I'm talking to people and I'm counseling them, I don't decide for them. I help them to see how other people are deciding for you. And in order for you to give yourself a push in the right direction, you are in charge no one is in charge of your life. Some of you would probably move to another city and state, but you don't even feel free to make that decision because you're concerned about what your mother would say, what your fathers would say, your best friend would say, this is not about them. This is about you. What do you want out of life? Where do you want to go? What fulfills you? What makes you happy? It's an indication once you know of what God has invested inside of you, right? So I want you to begin to be empowered. This is what this podcast is all about, to empower you 
wants to empower you. All right. So I want you to begin to be choosy. Let me give you this last verse of scripture in Psalms 57 verse 7. And it's real simple, but I want you to hear it. It says, my heart is fixed. Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Notice again, my heart is fixed, which means it may have been broken. That's a way. It's a one way you can interpret this scripture that my mind, my soul was broken. But now my heart is fixed. Oh, God. My heart is fixed. In other words, I've got a made up mind now that the thing that was broken is repaired. See, God has to restore some things for you to feel confident and for you to be able to step out and know that you can do it. And the psalmist says that my heart is fixed. Oh, God, my heart is fixed. What happens next? I will sing praise. I will give praise. See, it's impossible to do something until some things get fixed. But what follows that is the will now wants to do it. I want to do right. I want to be right. I want to now move further in my life. I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to operate in a victorious manner. So don't wait for anyone to give you a push in the right direction, give yourself a push and be choosy about what you want. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to add another thing here. I want you to write this down as well. If you get in a habit of just accepting anything, that's when people will give you the same old thing. Write that down. I hadn't made any plans really uh, to give you this, but this is the very last thing that I want you to write down. If you get in a habit of just accepting anything, that's when people will give you the same old thing. So if you don't want to take something that's hand-me-down, don't take it. If it makes you feel poor and raggedy, don't accept it. You don't have to take it. Watch this. Even if you need it. Oh, I said something powerful there. Even if you need it. Don't take it. If it makes you feel bad, if it makes you feel crummy on the inside, if it makes you feel less than, say thanks, but no thanks. This is not what I want. You don't have to take the bus that's coming at 6 o'clock. If there's another one that's coming at 6.15, then wait and take the bus you want to take. What I'm really trying to say to you is to get a push in the right direction you have to know where you want to go. You got to know what you want to do. You got to know what you want to be. And once you know those few things, then you can begin to write some things down. You can set some definite and positive goals. You can be choosy. You can know what you want to do and where you want to go and who you want to be with. And everything will begin to flow in the right direction. When giving yourself a push, be sure you tell your mind what you want. Then all of the ways and all of the means will begin to open up for you. All right. Well, I hope this episode of To Empower You really blessed you today. If it did, I want you to send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Shoot me an email. I do read those emails and I will reply back to you. You can always go to my website at www 
www.thomasadeloach.com. There is a subscriber box there. I want you to put your name in that subscriber box. Click the send button and I will send you a free PDF that you can read about some things that will encourage and empower you. Now, on that same website, thomasadeloach.com, if you will scroll down to the bottom, almost at the bottom of the screen, there's a donation tab. If these episodes have blessed you and you want to financially support to empower you, any dollar amount will do. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small. And I want you to make a choice and a decision to say, I'm going to financially partner with Thomas A. Deloach because I do believe he has empowered me and he will empower others. Do that today. I believe the Lord will bless you real good. I'm praying for you as always. Get out there. Do the right thing. Give yourself a push in the right direction is my prayer. Take care and peace to the family. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at thomasadeloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.